Welcome to the Creative Force Podcast, a podcast all about empowering you to live in your God-given identity and go after the dreams in your heart. I'm your host, Sharon Stark, and every week we'll be having powerful conversations that will combine practical and biblical wisdom for living your purpose. Let's get started. Welcome to the Creative Force Podcast. I'm here today with Christy Bovey. Christy is a returning guest. And I know if you guys listened to her previous episode on finding your voice that you've already been inspired by her. Welcome back, Christy. Can you share with the audience maybe something new about yourself? Hi, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me again. This is so much fun. And something new about myself. Hmm. I uh, love to downhill ski. I've been skiing since I was four years old. I actually did a little racing even, some downhill slalom. And I think if I were... To do anything, it's it's top of my list to go downhill skiing, which is helpful because we live in Colorado. Yeah. So that's really a lot of fun. And I love it almost as much as I love working with people's voices. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just going fast and just being free out on the mountain. It's just great. It's just the best feeling. When was the last time you've gone out and done it? You know, I didn't get out last season, so I'm really hoping to get out this year, but it's been a couple of years and it it takes some effort to get the schedule. You know, you really, you do really need some time to get out and do it. And we're about, what would you say, an hour and 45 minutes from yeah we're, we're pretty close to all of like the really yeah. famous spots <laughs> but I think my dream would be to live somewhere where I could just go for a couple of runs in the morning you know down the hill and um and then in the afternoon just teach voice <laughs> it would be fun <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> to have the best of both worlds yeah we're, we're just not quite that close you know uh, in proximity to to skiing but I love it it's one of my favorite things to do yeah that sounds so fun and today on today's episode we're talking about giving your yourself permission to suck can you just explain like what does that mean to give yourself that permission yeah well some people are a little taken aback by the word suck you know (laughs) (laughs) they don't like that word but really it's about making friends with failure getting Mm. used to not being perfect at something and letting yourself be a beginner I think that we have a report card mentality uh, that definitely comes from the way we all were raised, the way we went to school. And it's, uh, you know, either you're getting an A or you're getting an F. And there's really a lot of uh, beautiful gray area in between those two things. And I think if you can make friends with failure I joke with my students you know I want you to French kiss failure (laughs) because then you're able you're changing the story around it it's not oh I failed so that's that means it's over we shut it down no we're going you know onto something completely different instead if you look at failure as the goal and you you see and a lot of people the people that we esteem so highly the ones who have really done something amazing with their lives they are the ones who they pivot they don't let failure just shut it down for them they look at failure as the goal it's like okay this didn't work so let's pivot now and figure out what will and we're going to keep moving forward in the direction of our goal rather than well it didn't work so that must mean I'm I'm not meant to do it you know yeah and then You know, that's what I think separates the person who does something from the person who doesn't. I mean, it it just, it makes it really simplistic to say it that way, but 
you just see those people that you are like, wow, Elon Musk, for instance, like you're watching. I, I just am amazed to watch how many projects, billion dollar space projects he has literally blown up. Um, and, yeah. and they are cheering. They're so excited. I don't know if you've ever watched the, <laughs> the live streams of the, the rocket launches, but when they blow up, they are having a party because they, they learned a little bit more with every launch. And so, man, that is so just inspiring to me as I'm living my life. It's like, okay, what can I blow up today? <laughs> you know, and, and have a party about it instead of feeling like, oh, it's over. You know, I never should have tried that. Elon Musk never says that. And look yeah. at where he is. It's just, uh, that's really what it means. Giving yourself permission to, to not be perfect, to not do it right the first time. It's, it's okay. And to get excited about it, even to have that party when, when you blow something up, um, knowing that you've learned a little bit more and you can keep going. Wow, that's really good. I think what I'm really grasping from that is failure is an opportunity to learn. Yes. And I love what you said about failure. How did you say about being a friend? Yes, making friends with failure. Yeah, I've kind of been on this own my own journey with this lately. And I've been saying, okay, failure is not my enemy. But taking it a step further and actually making friends with failure and being okay if it's not perfect or if it's messy. Uh, can you share with us maybe just examples in your own life when you've kind of had to do this? Well, I think definitely when I launched the Voice Love Company on YouTube and I've tried multiple different things and had to learn a lot of things and cry because <laughs> I didn't know how to do things. I'd be so frustrated with the technology side of it. But there's a YouTube tech tutorial for everything. There's yeah. a technology tutorial That's for true. everything that you're wanting to learn. And so just allowing myself to feel dumb and to feel like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And it is so frustrating. But it got a little easier every day. And mm. as I continued to push forward and continued to learn new skills and everything that I'd come up against, I'd have to take it from the ground up and learn that skill. It just was about showing up every day and knowing that I'm called to start this project. So I'm going to continue to feel dumb today and, <laughs> and know that I'm learning a little bit more as I, as I push forward through that feeling of inadequacy and being able to just love myself through it and not get intimidated by the technology, which I think is a big barrier for a lot of people when they're stepping into something new. Mm. Um, there's because technology is just part of everything now. It seems yeah. like no matter what it is you're wanting to do. Yeah. I think it, that's a big part of it is just letting yourself be okay. Not knowing, yeah. not knowing how it works, you know, but knowing that you can learn everything has, you can learn, you know, there's always an opportunity to learn and grow. And I think that is a mindset too, to have a mindset that like whatever problem comes your way, that you can solve it, that you can figure it out. I really love chat GPT right now. Yes, the AI. I, I ask not it, used it yet. I ask it a lot of questions. Yes. It's super helpful, I find, just for getting information and there's so many ways it can be used. That's fascinating. Um, so yeah, really, I mean, we have the internet at our fingertips. We can figure things out. And you're talking about loving yourself through it. How do you how do you encourage yourself? What are the things that you speak to yourself when 
you are in that spot trying to figure things out and maybe not feeling like you're making any progress? It's such a good question because I think, you know, the, oh, I'm trying to think who said it. 90% of their journey was working on themselves, working Mm -hmm. on their mindset. And 10% was working on whatever this amazing thing that that they made was, you know? And so it really is a matter of becoming the person that you are meant to be in the midst of this journey. And that means thinking about what you're thinking about, working on your mindset, reading good content that encourages you in your growth, and continuing to put yourself in a position, a posture of believing in yourself that you can and uh, that takes a little discipline and it definitely is a way that you need to be starting your day I just really believe that that's hugely important is how you how you begin your day is how your day is gonna go and so just making that time to meditate or pray or you know making sure you're reading something that's really edifying to to your heart taking time to take care of your body, making sure you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep is always really good mm-hmm. because I know when I'm tired, that makes me more, I have more of a tendency to be down on myself and be frustrated. Yeah. So making sure I'm resting and uh, all the things that you know to do, eating good food, making sure you're hydrated. But um, I think especially what you're feeding your mind is huge in this journey of being able to accept yourself and love yourself through the process of, um, of being a beginner. Yeah. And what's some of the content that you really enjoy or that inspires you? Oh gosh, I am really loving. I love the diary of a CEO podcast right now. I just feel like his guests are so, uh, just interesting. I don't resonate with all of them, but I love the, his interview style and he has a, a lot of entrepreneurs on there, obviously, who are just kicking butt, you know, and just doing some amazing things in the world. And I do feel like um, the entrepreneurial side of things definitely is important to, even if that's not your vibe and you're more um, artistic or what have you, um, it's really important to to understand how these people, these movers and shakers think and how they work and um, how they make stuff happen. And um, I just have found it to be very, a really good fit with a more creative kind of flow as well. So um, I'm really loving that one, Diary, Diary of a CEO. There's so many good ones. What do you, what do you like to listen to? Because I know this is really your jam right now. Yeah, too. I mean, I recently had a friend share with me uh, the Jay Shetty podcast. And so that's kind of been what I've been consuming lately. Love him. And I've just been super um, inspired by that. He actually said something on one of the recent episodes. And I'm sure people have heard the quote, like, fake it till you make it. But he was actually saying, embrace it until you make it. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like that kind of goes along with what we're talking about is just embracing that uncomfortability, like that feeling of, Oh, I'm not good enough. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's really what's been inspiring me lately. Oh, that is fantastic. And I love his book, Think Like a Monk. I think, um, I don't know if you've read that at all. I haven't actually. Yeah. He just lays out some really good principles of, yeah, just how to, how to live yeah. <laughs> as a creative and uh, someone who's who's pushing pushing past the boundaries and the barriers, even the barriers, the self-imposed barriers. So I love that. Embrace it until you make it. That just, 
Ooh, that does something in my heart. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I'm glad. Yeah. And so when you see other people creating, um, I know a lot of times giving ourselves permission to suck, it, it can be hard because we're actually comparing ourselves to other people and we're like, oh, but they're doing it better. Like I can't do it as good as that. So how do you kind of address that, that voice of comparison? It's such a great question and I deal with it myself you know even in the space of that I'm in on YouTube there are a lot of other people who have built their channels way bigger way faster and so the tendency and the temptation has been oh you know I'm not doing it right they're doing it better than I am I think the best way to to deal with that is to just keep your blinders on Mm -hmm. continue doing the inner work the mind work the heart work and knowing who you are knowing that you are on your own journey. I am going to reach someone in my audience that that other person won't reach, you know? I also think that keeping your your eyes on who am I serving? Who am I serving with I'm called to do? That is very helpful for the comparison trap because then you're really focusing on your audience. You're focusing on service rather than Hmm. selfish (laughs) you know which is you know what comparison really makes you do it looks makes you look inward and it can be a very self-centered kind of a a posture heart posture so keeping your keeping your heart focused on okay I'm serving this person how can I most authentically engage with my audience today what can I do for them that really helps you just keep your eyes off all the other stuff that's going on. There's always going to be somebody better. Always. I think as a musician, you learn that really quickly. (laughs) You know, um, there's always someone, there's always someone better than you and you can let that shut you down or you can let it light a fire under you and, and make you spur you on to, to do more in, yeah. In, in what you can do, you know, it can make you better. So I love that. Yeah. And you've worked with a lot of students. What are maybe some of the excuses that students have kind of given for maybe like not creating or not performing? And how can we kind of get over some of those excuses that might stand in our way? (laughs) Right. No, I appreciate that so much. And um, again, I, I feel it in my own self. You know, I know when I get tired it's an excuse, you know, it's like, oh, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just too tired. I've just been doing it for so long. I don't know if I can keep going, you know, <laughs> but again, um, I think focusing on service, focusing on, okay, I'm, I'm, it's not about me. You know, I can, I can rest and be, um, you know, strengthened in, in the ways I know to take care of myself, but I, I need to keep going. I know that's my calling. I think that sometimes students, you know, fear can definitely be something that shuts them Mm. down and, um, making sure that we're just continuing to, again, setting your mind, setting your heart in the right space and making sure that you're, you're coming at it from, um, from the right heart posture that, that can really squash fear and make sure that you're realizing, Hey, I, I deserve to be here. You need to be, make sure you're continuing to do the work so that, you know, I deserve to be here. I've done the work. I've, I've done the, the legwork and the voice work and all the other stuff to be able to, to make my sound in the world. I deserve to have this spot. Yeah. And I think the more you do the work, the more it gives you the confidence. I know for myself, 
when I've gone on stage to like dance or to perform, it's kind of like the fact that I've done it before. That's like kind of what I tell myself to like almost reassure myself. It's like, okay, I've done this before. I can do it again. Yes. And it, it kind of like the more you do it, it almost builds up this history of, you know, that you've done it yes. and you can, it's you so can true. And, it, and it's a, it's a combination of, isn't it of a muscle memory? Like, you know, mm-hmm. that your body has done this you've buffered it to know what to do and and to make the the muscles move and the thing things just you're wanting it to do but then you're also you've put the time in like you've yeah. done the rehearsal you know that it's you know you deserve to be there and and it gets easier too I think yeah. it gets easier the more you do it and that's something you have to I have to tell a beginning student who's just starting out it's like the first time you get up is hard. It is scary. Yeah. There is no, you have no precedence for it in your, in your experience. So it does feel super scary. And, um, but it gets easier the more you do it. And we just have to push past that first foreign feeling of, yeah. oh, this is, you know, it's so big. Still doing the rehearsals, still, you know, making sure that you, you've put the time in, um, but yeah, it, it, it gets easier the more you do it. Yeah, and I usually, I found too, like going back to dance, that usually we're the ones that are judging ourselves. I've gone to some more advanced classes where I felt like really like a fish out of water, very intimidated by the other like dancers in the room. And yet they were so encouraging and just kind of cheering me on. And it was really me who was judging myself yes. for not thinking that I was good enough, not really like the other people in the room. It's so true. It's so true. We can tend to kind of go down a really bad place um, just in our own hearts. We're our own worst enemies a lot of times, our own worst critic. And so it is really important to be able to have a spot in our hearts where we love ourselves, you know, through that and and be able to to speak truth. There's a wonderful... um, book it's kind of more on the the new age side of things by byron katie but she has the que- these questions that she asks and the first two questions are the first question is is it true and the second question is is it really true oh and when you actually like you think oh everybody's judging me i they don't think i'm i'm very good to be here i don't deserve to be here it's like is that true you know it's and you have to say well i don't really know you know i don't know what they're really thinking yeah is it really true Okay, no, probably not. Because most time, most of the time, people are just thinking about themselves. They're thinking, oh, I don't really deserve to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's judging me. You know, They're thinking about themselves. I mean, honestly, that is what everybody's thinking about. They're not thinking about you. Yeah. They're thinking about themselves. So, yeah, definitely. It's, it's a good, good place to try to befriend yourself, be your best cheerleader instead of your worst enemy (laughs) in those moments. But it's tough. It's a, it's a discipline in itself. Yeah. And there's a, there is a Bible verse that goes along. You made me think of, um, when you tear down vain imaginations, I can't think of the reference right now, but basically it's those thoughts that you get that like, Oh, like this person's thinking that and this person's thinking that, and you don't know if that's true. So that's a vain imagination and you just have to get tear that down and get rid of it yeah yeah absolutely yes very good yeah so going back to to failure I know that for me this is something that I've really just had a lot of like transformation in my mindset in regards to failure and realizing that failure means you're trying and like putting yourself out there 
Um, and for me, that actually came through um, an experience that, that I had at work. Is there like any specific experiences that you can think of in your life that that's kind of where things started to shift for you? Yes, yes. So I've been in a lot of different work situations with my voice. And uh, my husband and I took a, a sabbatical uh, before we moved here to Colorado. And it was just, you know, when you go from a regular Western life of 90 miles an hour to dead stop, which is what a sabbatical is, it's very yeah. foreign to our American um, thinking. Uh, it messes with your identity and you have a lot of time to deal with things. <laughs> so I'd had a lot of experiences in my life up to that point where I just kind of shoved it down. I hadn't really dealt with it, but it always felt like a huge failure. And um, it was kind of that touch point of, I really messed up there and that's probably why my career never really did anything, blah, blah, blah. You have all these you know, narratives around mm. it. And uh, so as things were coming up, my mentor, who was kind of walking along with me as I'm in this, they call it the neutral zone of the um, sabbatical time, he reframed it for me. He said, you know, when you, those things come up, I want you, instead of saying, oh, I messed up, I failed, it's, it's irreparable, he said, I want you to ask yourself the question, what did you learn? What did I learn? Hmm. What did I learn? Instead of... I messed up. What did I learn? And wow, reframing those stories with that question completely transformed my my relationship with failure. Not just on one occasion, but many occasions. Yeah. And then that was kind of my beginning to be able to look at failure as, oh, this is exciting. You know, this is a journey that I can be taking. Where else can I fail, quote unquote, you know? Yeah. Where else can I learn? And uh, and looking at being a lifelong learner as something that's exciting, you know, that I could continue until I take my last breath, failing forward, failing, you know, and learning and continuing to, to view it as an adventure instead of as something that just shuts me down or disqualifies me. Wow, that is amazing. I feel like that's an exercise that the listeners could do. Um, just going back to past experiences and maybe getting a sheet of paper and writing down, like, what did I learn from that? That's it's, powerful. Yes, it's interesting you say that because I tell the story in my Permission to Suck course. Okay. And that is something that I have you do is you go wow. through and you actually... Yeah, take that time to really think, okay, what was my most embarrassing moment? What was, you know, the thing that felt irreparable that's, you know, and asking, what did I learn? What did I learn? What did I learn? Um, so yes, definitely. That is such a powerful exercise. It can, it can be really transformational for a person. Yeah, and so you mentioned you do have a permission to set course, and I'm sure that intrigued the listeners. Can you tell us more about the course and what's involved yeah. in it? 
Yes. So it's a digital product that you purchase. It has a little workbook that you can print out or you can just use it digitally and uh, then transfer to journal if you if you still write with <laughs> yeah. a utensil or writing utensil. But then it also has videos that go along with every lesson. And uh, so I'm kind of walking alongside you through this course. I've been teaching this course to live human people for about seven years and yeah. decided that I really wanted to put it in a format where I could share it with more people all over the world. And I've gotten some really good feedback on it. I think people have really resonated with it and it just is a it's a starting place especially if you're feeling called to something that's so big you don't even know how to begin or where to start it's a really good place for you to begin to try to yeah clear the cobwebs yeah. <laughs> clear out the the negativity around doing new things doing scary things and uh, just yeah changing your relationship with the the unknown yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, guys, go check that out. And then Christy, can you actually um, share with us again where people can find you and even where they can find the course? Sure, absolutely. What I'll do is I'll leave a link for you to put in your description notes, if that's okay, yeah. your podcast notes for the, notes for the course. That's probably the easiest thing to do. And then you can find me at voicelove.co, www.voicelove.co. Um, you can find me at The Voice Love Company on YouTube. That's probably where I'm at the most. And also The Voice Love Co. at Instagram. Great. And for all the listeners, what's one last piece of encouragement you would like to leave them with? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's it's my life message that the world is waiting for you to show up. And it's time for you to find your voice. I think a lot of times because we have negative views of ourselves because of failures and things that haven't worked out in the past it's robbed us it's disqualified us from being who we know we're supposed to be in the story line yeah. and so somebody somewhere is waiting for you to show up and if you don't take this time now uh, to get over yourself you know, <laughs> yeah. which is really what it's about and I mean that in the most loving way possible get over yourself give yourself permission to just be the biggest failure in the world and love yourself all the way through it you are going to be able to take your place your seat at the table and mm. your your place in God's storyline it is time it's past time and uh, you're not too late you're right on time but don't waste another moment make friends with failure and just keep pushing forward because the world's waiting the world is waiting for you amen thank you so much Christy for sharing your heart Sharon. it's always a pleasure it's always fun to be with you do you have big dreams but no idea how to get there do you struggle with accomplishing the things that are most important to you? If you answered yes to those questions, I would like to offer you my free workbook called How to Get Unstuck, a free guide on how to get unstuck and live your dreams. This resource is full of tactics I use to help get me unstuck, and I believe that they will do the same for you. You can download this free guide on my blog at youarecreativeforce.com. The show notes for today's episode are available on my blog at youarecreativeforce.com, as well as other resources and inspiration to go after your dreams.